one thing that I think we kind of expected, at least we had our fingers crossed and were hopeful for, was exactly what we did get last night. The second strike in CFL history appears to be over, subject to ratification. The CFL and the Players Association apparently have reached a tentative agreement. So get the details now on what that means, what the deal might look like, what the issues were, and what it means for the season going forward. We're joined by two CFL legends. We've got Morley Scott, voice of the Edmonton Elks on 630 Ched, and we've also got Mark Stephen, who is voice of the Calgary Stampeders on 770CHQR. Guys, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Happy to be here, Shake. Yeah, good to be able to talk and get out of the powerful gale force winds here in Calgary, I'll tell you. Okay, wow. I wanted to ask, because I just got a text mark from a listener saying, hey, let people know if they're driving on the Deerfoot to be careful around Southland, because the CarMax uh, canvas tarp is about to fly onto the Deerfoot. How ba- I mean, you had to shut down the, the tailgate party last night. Yeah. How bad is it out there? Oh, really bad. The goalposts are swaying here at practice. I can even at the band stadium. Some of the signs around the stadium are flapping. It's uh, it's powerful. And, uh, yeah, it's cold and uh, good to be uh, out of the cold for a couple of minutes anyway. <laughs> and, no, it is really uh, rough. And that wind you saw last night at the Red Lot uh, seems to have only grown worse. And, uh, Morley, you just took it inside, right? I mean, enough of this nonsense. You're, it's yeah, raining it's, a little bit, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not as not as windy, but it's raining a little bit, and, and the Elks have moved into the field house for uh, practice today, which is rather <laughs> difficult because they got a hundred players on the field, and they're working now on a forty yard field instead of one that's one hundred and ten yards with with the big end zone. So yeah, a little, it's a little crowded. crowded, a little crowded out there, but it's a little bit safer. Nobody's going to be slipping and getting a groin injury or anything on a on a wet turf. And Mark, let's just start with the announcement that came out last night. We know that the Elks and the Stampeders were continuing to practice, but the rest of the league had been on hold. That was due to labor laws. So, um, what was the what was the sticking point when it came to coming up with a new CBA between the CFLP, CFL and the CFLPA? Well, quite, uh, there were a few topics. Uh, one of them was the ratio, which is always a contentious topic. Uh, how many Canadians start? How many are on the roster? Uh, that was uh, up for review, so that was one of it. Uh, there's basically a bit of a lack of trust, or has been over the years. Were the players getting all the financial information they needed? Obviously, they wanted to uh, up the uh, salaries, particularly at the low end of the scale, for some of the players, and uh, just a few other procedural things like that. So uh, there were quite a few issues, and you know, the CFL got them together, but it was good that they've got a longer-term deal if uh, we are led to believe it's a seven-year deal, which would be great news. Any issue here, guys, that this won't be ratified? None. I don't think any at all. I think it'll be ratified quickly. I think both sides of this are going to take what their negotiators have, have put together and ratified. I mean, the players, for the most part, said they were staying out of it. They didn't want to talk about it, you know, during that the first four days of camp. Uh, at least in Edmonton, they didn't want to talk about it. They just said, we're leaving it up to the guys who are negotiating the deal to get the best deal possible. So I, I don't think there's any any issue at all that it won't be ratified, especially from the player's standpoint. I don't think the owners will, will uh, have any issues with it as well. Okay, yeah, I don't think they would have told the other seven teams, too, outside of Alberta to get back on the field if they weren't comfortable that this thing is going to pass uh, with flying colors. That's what I was wondering, Mark. The other teams are back on the field because due to the labor laws, the, the Elks and the Stamps have been practicing <laughs> all week. So um, is the schedule, everything going ahead as planned, or are we going to see some delays here? I think it's going to be uh, business as usual for uh, the Elks and the Stampeders. I know the Elks are on the field now, uh, and I've been just looking around the league, and everybody seems to be getting back on the field today. The only difference is, I think, for the other seven teams, is they're just doing short workouts today, for the most part, doing walkthroughs, and a lot of them are, are either late in the afternoon or some of them are into the evening as well because they're allowing uh, players 
to either have meetings and, and probably in the ratification process as well, plus get into town and, and get themselves set up. So a lot of the teams aren't going to be on the field until uh, mid-afternoon or, or late in the afternoon today. But everybody looks like everybody's going to be back in the field, which is great. The only casualty really has been that game on Monday, which yeah. is supposed to be in Regina. That's been moved to May 31st now. So other than that, everything is, is, is go for the Canadian Football League, which is great. Yeah, I think that was one of the pinch points, too, that really uh, moved the negotiations along. I mean, uh, they were looking at either having to cancel or, as we now know, rescheduling that game. But that would have put the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in a pretty awkward spot of having to either rebate or refund or credit their season ticket holders, their vendors, their suppliers, uh, their sponsors. So, you know, that we're talking real money once that starts to happen. Yeah, exactly. And we're in a position now with what's going on with COVID and everything. This season is so important to... Every single franchise and the league in general, it needs to be operating as smoothly and seamlessly as possible, right? And I think that's why everybody was so confused with why it just took so long to get done because both sides of it, uh, the players and, and ownership and all the fans knew that this has this has to be a good season. It has to be an uninterrupted season and it has to be a season where they, they kind of take advantage of the excitement that people have to see a full season of football because they haven't had that since 2019. And, and that's why I think everyone was so surprised that it took so long to get this deal done, yeah. but de- deadlines make deals, right? And there was clearly a deadline with that game coming up on Monday and the rest of the preseason schedule kicking in later next week. There was clearly uh, some issues in place, and, and I think that helped get it done for everybody. And there's just limited flexibility, particularly in the preseason, with how you can reschedule games because, you know, you need to give players rest as well. And the preseason has to end on the third when the Stamps and the Elks play, but other teams do too. The roster cutdown day is June 4th. So they were facing uh, crunch in time up with the calendar as well. So that certainly sped things along. Gentlemen, I appreciate you taking a few minutes with us, stepping away from practice to give us an update. Thanks so much, and uh, can't wait till we uh, kick things off this season. Thanks very much. Anytime, Shay. Good to talk to you, and we'll see see you in a couple weeks, Mark. Yes, you will. Take care. Thank you. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. That is Mark Stephen, voice of the Calgary Stampeders on 770 CHQR, and Morley Scott, voice of the Edmonton Elks on 630 Ched in Edmonton.